0: Episode forty-six of our podcast of In Sports. How are we doing today, Mister
1: Naram? We're doing better today. The uh, sickness wave hit us both. Took us both out <laughs> over the last <laughs> week and a half. Kill shots across the board. Yeah, it was bad. So that's why we're a day it was a late. Little, yeah, it was a little. Di- I mean, it was a little different for both of us. But that's yeah. also why we're di- one day late. So thanks yeah. for think- sticking with us. Yeah. Make sure you wash your hands. Stay healthy. I don't even know. I mean, I feel like I wash my hands, but... Yeah, I don't even know how I get sick, to be honest.
0: But, happens. But we're still alive. We're back. Yep. Giving you guys winners.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> true. Kinda. <laughs> no, we are <laughs> You just gotta pick the right ones. Yeah, facts. So, there it is. All right, you ready to jump into it, David? Let's ride. All right, top moment for... Well, you get a week and a half now.
0: Yeah, but my top moment comes from a uh, post-game Sunday... Cincinnati or Kansas City Chiefs versus Cincinnati Bengals. Got Travis Kelsey. The video obviously has been all over Twitter, calling out the mayor, calling him a jabroni, <laughs> telling him to shut your mouth. I love it. I think it's great. You know what the reference is? Well, he said something. Didn't he well, I don't know what the reference is for that, but he said something.
1: That was a rock quote. Oh, was it? Yeah.
0: Well, all I know is the mayor, first of all, the mayor came out and said some ambitious things about, how oh, it's like Burlhead, and we all heard those things, yada, yada, yada. So, I don't mind it. You want to talk smack, you talk smack. And I will say this, credit where credit's due, the mayor did come back and tweet and was like, hey, good luck. You guys beat us. That's what so, it says.
1: So, it says, know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. Kelsey said to a rowdy crowd at Airhud Stadium, before becoming one of Hollywood's most successful actors, Johnson wrestled for the WWE. It was his trademark slogan he would deliver in promos. That's from uh, KMBC's article.
0: Okay, so there you go. There you have it. Dwayne The Rock. Yeah. I like it. I
1: like it. That is a good moment. Yeah. That made me laugh. We'll see what happens. should be a good Super Bowl. (laughs) It should be. Uh, My top moment is, okay, so if you have been paying attention to college basketball deeply in the last couple years, everybody has made it known that Chicago State's the <laughs> worst team in all of Division One college basketball. Have been for the last couple years. They are almost 20-point underdogs almost every single game. However, this year, different story. Way different story. They got... They must just have a lot more talent on their roster, or something, because they're now, well, they're they're winning games. They have a handful of wins, yeah. But they're also just like, I feel like the spreads are usually like plus eight, plus nine. They're comfortable. They're around spreads. ten, yeah, instead yeah. of just like nineteen and a half every single game, right? So last uh, last Monday on the thirtieth, they uh, played the Citadel and the citadel yep what uh i saw the highlight well i'll i won't spoil it first so chicago state had the ball down one and they had a buzzer beater to win the game so that was exciting and they showed it on espn uh chicago state and uh at this game i swear there was probably 20 people at the whole game
0: that doesn't surprise me it doesn't surprise
1: me. 20 total people.
0: I know. It is kind of crazy. And what's, what's crazy too about it is like, like you said, like last year they, was it last year or even two years ago? They were literally 20 point underdogs, Every but single they would year. lose by 28. They would lose yes. by more than 20. <laughs> they were 20 point underdogs and they would not cover. They were the, so the bad. Yeah, yeah. And it was almost like, I remember there was a few times where, when we lived in St. Louis Park, there was a few times where I was like, dude, they're. 28.00. They can't yeah. lose by 28. They're a college team. They would lose by 45. Yeah. And it was like bro, what?
1: That's like one of the classic, uh, like during college football, you see that teams are 53 point favorites. Yeah. But then somehow they cover it because it's like 65 to 7.
0: Right. It's so bad. I mean, it's gross, but they're back. Yeah. They are back, so.
1: Seven wins this year. Yeah, good for them. Good job Chicago State. Jeez. Uh, okay, Minnesota Minute. Yeah, is we're going next. off the
0: top. We're going off the top. Computer died right now, but Timberwolves beat Golden State, <laughs> big win. Uh, they also now play in overtime. Yeah, you were there. Yep, yep. So they play Friday, and then they also play Denver coming up. I don't know who
1: they play. They play Magic on Friday
0: at home though, right? It yeah. ends our home st- or I no. think it's home home, and then it goes. The yeah, river. we
1: play Magic home Friday, Denver home Sunday, and then we only have uh 11 more home games the rest of the year.
0: Well, we just went on what is this? 6 game home streak, home stand.
1: 5 or 6. 5 or 6. Yeah.
0: So, um also, shout out, not even a shout out, kind of a bold BS move. Ants not in the All-Star game, but that's a different topic. Mm-hmm. Um Minnesota Wild 27-24 and 1, doing decent. Doing decent. Yep. They play Phoenix coming up. Uh we got this St. Thomas, the fellas. Can I say that? The fellas, or are we not saying
1: that? I mean, you cannot. <laughs> They're on like a
0: three-game but... losing streak, unfortunately. But they also play Denver and
1: Omaha coming
0: up. And then who's the other team? Minnesota Rutgers. go for basketball. Mm-hmm. Brutal.
1: Not good against... Lost the uh, Rutgers by 40? Rutgers, yeah. Not by good. 40. Something like that.
0: Overhit. Shout out to them. They play Maryland coming up. So Also, it's the NHL All-Star break, so I don't think the Wild play for another week and a half. A week so yeah. it's the wild it's the all-star game for the nhl and nfl i don't know if you or pro bowl for NFL. pro bowl yeah pro bowl mm-hmm. which is crazy because then that nba has got to be in a week or so
1: no no i don't think what it's, it, it's
0: february 20th or something so two three more weeks
1: two to three, two to three weeks or, three, so. or four weeks somewhere in there yeah somewhere between two and four weeks away yeah
0: that's crazy <laughs> the ant didn't make it hmm yeah interesting unfortunately. It makes you think it's, it's
1: tough because you have guys that play all the positions or they play one position, like, on paper, yeah. but then they, like, do everything. And then they're pigeonholed in the all-star voting as mm-hmm. a guard or a forward. Yeah. And it's obviously way harder in the Western Conference to make it as a guard. Obviously, yeah. you have Steph and Luca and... Ja and Shea and like all these all these guys that are having really good years and are just like yeah Dame stars in the NBA and then it's like okay well you got this young guy who's playing very well but Mm -hmm. there's just not a lot of spots so do you think
0: they should take it away from positions and just do like the best players i guess you kind of have to do positions don't you
1: yeah you kind of yeah it's it's just tough because it's like okay well you have guys like lebron like okay what position. is he yeah. what position is he getting voted in for or Giannis? he half the time he brings the ball up i mean there's half i mean the thing is like well those two guys are the captains right yeah
0: but it's, it makes you think too like and this is no shot at them they're obviously great but like they're gonna for every year they play now moving forward they'll be an all star doesn't matter.
1: LeBron and Giannis. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean I don't know how many more years LeBron has but like they'll just be it's the same thing. stuff. Yeah, it's like the same thing and it's I get it the they should place. but it's also like Jaws probably in the same category.
1: No, not in their same category. No, no,
0: I'm saying like all star he will make an all star game almost every year. In the next, if he plays in the next ten years, he will make the All Star game eight to nine times in the next ten years.
1: Well, I don't think saying it that he's going to make it eight to nine times out of ten is too crazy of a take.
0: Well, that's almost one hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's in the no, same I'm realm saying, as Giannis and them. But I'm yeah, saying he's going to make it every he's year. Not,
1: he's not. in the same realm as Giannis and Steph and LeBron.
0: And what my my point is, they are in the sen- that my sense is this: they are in the sense that they're going to make the All Star game every year they play. Yet John Morant will make the All-Star game every year he plays. That's the same round. You realm. said
1: 8 to 9 out of 10. That's not. I said bad.
0: 100%. You were low on that said, I don't know if he's in the same round. That's my point. I think he's going to make it 100%. I think he's going to make it every year he plays, he's going to make the All-Star game. It's possible. I mean, not. it's coaches' vote. It's like they don't even, I mean, what do you take? The name means more than anything. Half these guys play half the games.
1: Yeah. Paul George
0: it's plays it's half the games. Yeah,
1: that's why he shouldn't have made it. I'm just he saying, like, Paul George plays half the games. Yeah, he shouldn't have made it. That was weak. Yeah. I mean, uh, the other guys are fine. Let's get to the picks, huh? Hell yeah. So, David, 42, 38, and 1 overall. Um, Pretty good week. I don't know. Is yeah, that? Yeah. I,
0: I think it is negative, though. Like, 40, on the uh,
1: like minus one unit, something like that. 42 divided by, what is that? 38. No, that's that's 80. And oh, you're trying to do the whole thing? 81. Fifty fifty two. We'll
0: round up. Yeah, that's pretty good. I was just
1: wondering how close you were to 55.
0: Oh no, closer to 50 than I am 55, unfortunately. Yeah. That's That's okay though.
1: Uh that puts you at five and eight in the NBA, thirty-five, twenty nine and one in NCAA college basketball, and two and one NFL. So good job.
0: Yeah, there we go. Uh
1: myself, I was um 41 43 2 oh yeah 41 43 and 2 i was getting confused with all these numbers 41 43 and 2 overall so slightly less that's probably
0: i'm gonna say that's 47
1: percent. no maybe less it's 41 divided by 86 48 48 i think the hard part is
0: you can almost take out the pushes because you still get your money back so it would be like 41 divided by 84, 41. so which is basically 50%. Just
1: giving you the benefit of the doubt if you it's want. It's probably it. 49. Yeah. I'll take 48% with yeah. the pushes. Uh, but that was 7-7 seven and seven NBA, 34, 33, and 2 NCAA basketball, and 0-3 and NFL. That's great. That's about how our pick is going, too. Yeah.
0: Action. But Action Network. It's that's a great app. Called.
1: Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's been going pretty well. Yeah, you can't complain. Nope. Shall we move on, David? Let's go to the beer and seltzers. Beer and seltzers. So this is
0: the sibling of the last Smirnoff seltzer that we really like, the Blue Raspberry. This is the Smirnoff seltzer Pink Lemonade.
1: Okay. Hmm. Pink Lemonade. We liked the last one so well. We Hopefully did. we like this one. Uh, for the beer, we're getting the Wisconsin Local Beer. Leinenkugels, Kugels, is that that's you can consider that a Wisconsin local beer because it's brewed in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, that would be considered Midwest local. I think you could say that. Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. Uh, it is the Chocolate Dunkel Lager with cacao nibs and natural chocolate flavors. With what? Cacao nibs.
0: What the heck is that? Niblets of what? Cacao? What is, you do not know what a cacao niblet.
1: That's what chocolate is made out of. Those cocoa are made from cacao. Look it up. Oh, you can't. I can't. Get your phone. <laughs>
0: cacao? Yeah. I thought it was made from cocoa. I, Have I been tripping this whole time?
1: Cacao. What is you say what
0: is chocolate made out of? Made from. Made from. Yeah. What is chocolate made from? Chocolate. Cocoa butter, sugar, cacao, Ooh, lecithin, lecithin.
1: No, I'm gonna no Google. cacao. I, I didn't even see that word in it's here. It's c a c a. What is c a c a o
0: made of? Essentially, chocolate in its raw, purest form. I cacao mean, cacao is thank delivered, you. also known as cacao beans, that come from the pods of the Theobromo cacao fruit tree yeah cacao is the raw unprocessed version of cocoa so technically so technically technically it's we're both right yeah technically you were unprocessed and i was processed <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah wow all right that's a fun fact of the day i think people would say
1: man we're good i didn't yeah it's good for you uh so we're going pink Pink lemonade, Smirnoff seltzer. It smells really good, like pink, like legit pink lemonade.
0: Yeah, I kind of have high hopes for it, though, because, like, the last one was pretty good.
1: What was the last flavor? Blue to...
0: lemonade. or oh, Blue raspberry. Blue raspberry
1: lemonade. Mmm. Mmm.
0: Okay. It does have some flavor.
1: What's your first uh, impression?
0: My first impression is it's not as flavorful as the Blue Raspberry, but it definitely has some flavor. But I think also at the same time, it definitely has more carbonation, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, you can definitely taste the carbonation.
1: I think I remember the last one having a... Decent amount of carbonation, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's still pretty good, though. I mean, it's definitely got some pop Been been ultimately impressed with Smirnoff these seltzers.
1: Yeah, the lemonade ones have been decent. Yeah. I I I know that I don't like this one as much as the last one. No, the blue
0: raspberry one was pretty good. Well, the yeah. blue raspberry one was one of your top.
1: Yeah, one of the tops,
0: which it deservedly so.
1: Yeah, this one I don't know. The I think the pink lemonade Flavor doesn't stand out as much to me.
0: As like, more as like a regular or Blue Raspberry Lemonade? Like,
1: the, compared to what? Compared to the Blue Raspberry Lemonade yeah, one. I agree with that. It's just kind of like a, uh, I don't know. It's hard to describe the, like the Lemonade flavor. It's mm-hmm. just, it's like softer almost.
0: Yeah, I think this one has more. Yeah, I would kind of agree with that. I think the hardest part is like, instead of Pink Lemonade, I would probably just prefer just a normal Lemonade like of a seltzer like that like the pink lemonade is just
1: actually yeah i don't i mean i feel like regular lemonade or pink lemonade for this would be similar mm-hmm. yeah but the I think- blue raspberry i don't know what it was because i'm not just like this big blue raspberry, blue raspberry fan but yeah. i don't know what it was but it, it was good yeah well all right Let's see what you got All right, go ahead.
0: I'm going to give it a 6-1. Okay. I think it's decent. I don't think it's great. I think the other kinds in this pack were peach and pineapple. Oh, interesting. So definitely kind of unique, and then the blue raspberry and then the pink lemonade. So they didn't even have like a normal lemonade.
1: Oh, yeah. So. Which one do you think would, you would like better between the other ones, peach or pineapple?
0: Uh, well, I drank both of them. Uh, oh, did. But I think the pineapple one's pretty good
1: unfortunately what about the peach one
0: i think the peach one's okay i'm not a huge peach guy oh so that, that
1: was gonna be my guess of which one was better
0: i think i mean i think they're both good i think they both have some good flavor just like i think this one has flavor i'm just like you said i'm not a huge pink lemonade fan yeah but i'm six, giving
1: this i'm giving a six two yeah solid, solid. about the same
0: it's a solid score
1: yeah. i mean it's a solid drink it's one of those where it's like it's better than a lot of them that we've had one thousand percent yeah overall
0: in the pack it's been a great pack yeah. So.
1: Yeah, Smirnoff selt, the lemonade seltzers. Yep. Those are good. Yeah. So. We've done, right? Just like regular Smirnoff, haven't we? Or other Smirnoff ones? Um, I don't know I feel if like we actually we have. have. I feel like we have. Wasn't I don't know that, if they have like
0: just regular. Like you're talking ones that.
1: Wasn't that like blue? It was like a Fourth of July theme almost.
0: Was that Smirnoff?
1: I thought it was. Interesting.
0: Maybe I will have to go look back, but yeah. it definitely wasn't as good as these
1: ones. No, 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 definitely. So, all right, we're moving on to the chocolate dunkel. Such a weird name. It's a smooth, drinkable, and decadent lager.
0: Yeah. kind of smells like a stout. Well, it's gonna. Maybe it's just because that cacao or whatever it's
1: called. Cacao. <laughs> cacao. Yeah. Cacao nibs. Cacao nibs. <laughs> i know you like the nibs pause what What? (laughs) no nothing you did oh yeah it's hard not to cut that
0: whoa it's got some flavor to it
1: i don't know if i taste the chocolate that was quite the reaction it's not like the uh flavor is like whoa blow your socks i don't know it's smooth though it's definitely smooth so the can's not lying no, Smooth, it doesn't lie. drinkable, and decadent lager. Yeah, shout out Lining Kugels. That delivers. Is this like a, um,
0: uh, like a seasonal, or is it just do they, I don't, does it say on their seasonal or something? Uh, because I know Lining Kugels kind of is like notorious for those. Seasonal. No,
1: it doesn't say seasonal. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it has a picture of a lake with snow on it, so it wouldn't surprise me if it was more of a winter beer. Winter beer. Yeah,
0: I can see that. It's more of like a cozy, cuddle up.
1: Yeah. Uh, it says delivers notes of semi-sweet chocolate. Mm. Is that true? I think, uh, I kind of get that. I would
0: say faintly, but yes.
1: Um, surprisingly crisp and refreshing finish.
0: Definitely has a crisp finish. Did you say refreshing?
1: Surprisingly crisp and refreshing finish. Mm. I
0: think it's crisp. I think it's good though. I mean, you said it's a lager. Yeah, interesting. I think
1: that's what is kind of weird oh, yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you get the chocolate taste, and usually that goes along with like stout, darker. Yeah. But well, and it's smooth. Yeah. So then it's like, oh, is it more of a nitro? Hmm. No, it's a lager, so it's a little bit lighter. But it has a, a smooth finish, right? which doesn't usually go with these combinations.
0: Right. Yeah, I think it's defi- I think it's actually pretty good, though. I think it's definitely different. I mean, usually I think a lager, and I'm like, eh, no, pass on that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think lagers are better than ales, but I also think it's, I mean, it's 1 and 1B, whatever. But I think this one's solid. I think it's good. Yep.
1: All right, what are you giving it?
0: I'm going to give it a 6-3. Okay. So I think it's solid. The hardest part always with me with these darker beers is like I think they're great, but it's like I would be so satisfied with just one. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's hard really? to be like, hey, I want to
1: go back and get a second one of these. I just think so. I think For me. I would get a second one of these. I don't think they're bad. It. This one isn't as filling. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about darker beers is a lot of times they're just self-filling, and so it's like, oh well, you can't have more than one, otherwise you're just, just going to be and you're just your full stomach is just bloated. Yeah.
0: I will say this though: this would be very satisfactory when it's you're like I said, if you're just sitting at a cabin and you're just hanging mm-hmm. out, playing maybe games, like not like necessarily drinking games, but you're just yeah, playing yeah. games,
1: like something games. to sip on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I'll g- I'm giving it a seven zero.
0: Seven zero. That's pretty mm-hmm. good.
1: Yeah. It's It is. Yeah, it's good. It's. I like that it has good flavor, mm-hmm. but a, a smooth finish. The
0: finish is definitely something that's good. I mean, it definitely mm-hmm. is smoother. Yeah. So it definitely is easier to drink, I think. I would go with that. Yeah. So definitely. I think that definitely bumps it up. It's just. Yeah. Depends if you want more than one or not. Mm-hmm.
1: So cool. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. So what do we got? All right. Uh, the pink lemonade seltzer. Yep. 6 1 for Dave, 6 2 for me. Yep. And the Lining Kugels chocolate dunkel. 6 3 for Dave, 7 0 for me. Yep. And that's a review. And that's what they call a review. Yep. Didn't miss it this time. I didn't. Bang. Last time I missed it. Yeah. that's okay though. You live and you learn. Yeah. All right. All right. So, plan for today, y'all, is we're going with uh a sprinkle on the what was it the conference championship weekend yeah that's what they call it yeah. and then uh NFL yeah yep in, in the NFL and then we will transition to our the second part of our six part college basketball series before the selection Sunday and we'll talk about the ACC a little bit deeper
0: yeah so last week was big 12 No. No.
1: Last week was Pac-12. This week is ACC. Yeah. And for a preview of next week, it is the Big Ten. Ooh. The fellas. Yep. So. All right. Cool. All right. So let's let's sprinkle the NFL first. Conference championship game. Yeah. Or games. Mm -hmm. Uh. Well, actually, you could probably just say game because the first one wasn't much of a game.
0: Yeah, I think it kind of, I mean...
1: <laughs> this is the 49ers and the Eagles, by the way.
0: And I think, here's the thing. I didn't know this. I thought I read somewhere that you can only... they NFL only allows you to have two quarterbacks on the roster come playoffs. Two active quarterbacks?
1: I don't know. I, I do not see that.
0: Okay. I thought I read that. Which, first of all, because I saw somebody tweet something that was like, hey, we need to change the rule about how many quarterbacks you can have. Because... I think here's the difference, and here's what's crazy is what happened to Brock Purdy obviously was kind of not like a fluke, but like he got hit in the elbow, whatever. When he was throwing. When he was throwing. So it wasn't like it was like, oh, it was a pre-injury, whatever. I'll tell you this. The amount of times that a backup quarterback comes in the game and gets sacked, gets hit, gets (laughs) whatever, and is out for concussion is unbelievable. (laughs) It's almost every time.
1: Yeah, it's It's not not good. It's
0: like, I don't know what they're doing or what's going on, but it truly is almost every single time. So, and first of all, that game once Brock Purdy went out, I I'm sorry, like Josh Johnson, he was just set up not to succeed. I mean, he's the fourth string technically quarterback.
1: I actually think that he, he was brought on. He was set up to succeed because I don't think he knew the place. Granted, Purdy had been the quarterback for wow. many weeks. Yeah, but if there's any offense that is set up to be successful with a mediocre quarterback, you could argue that San Francisco's number one on that list.
0: Yeah I just think the hardest part is like he just he looked I mean he just looked lost which I can imagine why why wouldn't you be you probably never even took snaps
1: yeah I mean he didn't have the practice time right and Happened. you know it's the conference championship game and the Eagles have a good defense So like the cards were stacked against him. Yeah. But if there's a team for somebody to just, like, Walk step into. in as a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, they definitely have the Example so. A, Purdy. Yeah. It's not the worst thing. It was just unfortunate that he got hurt, so then they literally could not throw the ball and just ran it every single time.
0: Yeah, I think what was crazy, too, and, I mean, once he got hurt, like I said, it was kind of tough. But you even go back to the first possession on fourth and six or whatever, they throw a deep ball to Devontae Smith, and, He doesn't catch the ball. So here's my question. (laughs) He doesn't catch it. It obviously clearly dropped. He rushes them up to the ball. Great play by him. Smart play. Rushes them up. Then they basically snap it so you can't do anything. When or at what point does this quick review come into place? I've seen it randomly happen sometimes. Randomly not happen. Mm -hmm. Like It's like at what point do we come to a census where we say, okay, we're reviewing it quickly, call a timeout on the field, call something, like, we're going to review it. And I get it, like, you have to use your challenges and stuff, but there's also times in the Chiefs game where all of a sudden the play was just automatically reviewed and the Chiefs got the ball. <laughs> so it was like, it was like wh- what's going on? We're like, you watch one replay, you can clearly see he doesn't catch it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I get it, maybe you got to use a challenge, but, like, smart play by him, like I said, but it's just so hard where it's like, at what point do they just do it themselves? Do these expedited reviews? So I think that kind of set the tone, and then him getting hurt and whatever. I think it would have been yeah, a great—I I actually truly do think it would have been a very great game. I think 49ers are very good. Mm-hmm. It was just tough when you kind of—you're not really set up for whatever, and then all of a sudden you bring back Brock Purdy, who cannot throw a football. Yeah, literally cannot I, think throw had, football.
1: I think he had one pass the rest of the game. And it was, was like a screen. It was a screen, yeah.
0: yeah, and it was like, he can't throw. Then you bring in Christian McCaffrey for one play, mm-hmm. and he hucks it. 70 yards to the left side where there was not even anybody in the screen. Nobody. I'm not surprised. It had to have been intentional grounding. There was nobody
1: in the screen. I was surprised they didn't call that.
0: I think they got to a point. I truly think it got to a point where they were just like, eh. Like, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, we're, Dude, it's, okay. it's, yeah, like, we're just trying to keep this game moving. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, it was tough. I mean, I think the Eagles are a great team. Don't get me wrong. Um, But I think it'll be a fun game. I think the Super Bowl will be a fun
1: game. Yeah, should be good. Uh, yeah. well, that leads us into the next game. So, uh, the Bengals and the Chiefs—pretty mm-hmm. hard-fought game, you could say. Uh, yeah, I
0: think it was a great game. I think it was kind of like what a lot of people expected, though. Like, I mean, it started out slow. It definitely started out slow. Like, both teams kind of had to start ramping up, and then the Chiefs scored, and then, and I mean, I'll give the Chiefs some credit. Like, your number one wide receiver, obviously, besides Travis Kelsey, is who? Valdez, Scantlin, or Juju. And Juju barely touched the ball. He got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. So it's like, I mean, I give them credit, and I think they're crazy, and I think they do. They're a great team. But, like, it's the same thing I just said. It was. It's like there's so many plays where it's like, dude, at the end of the game, and I'm not blaming it all on the linebacker like I've seen some people, at the end of the game, he's running out of bounds. You know what Patrick Mahomes wants to do. He's going to flop if you touch him or not touch him. Mm-hmm. He's going to jump and dive like you touch him. So... If you do it, you obviously get called. If you don't do it, you would still take the chance because they still might call you just because you flopped. Mm-hmm. But that set up such a field goal. I mean, if they don't get those fifteen yards, I don't know if they make that field goal.
1: Maybe. I don't. I mean, it was the 50, fifty some 50, yard, right? It would have been between fifty five and sixty yards.
0: And the it was not good
1: conditions. I mean, it wasn't great. No. And
0: so, I mean, like I said, I think it's just so tough where it's like you feel bad for him because it was like one of those things where it's like, dang, you wish it was a like that's how it ended, but. Mm-hmm.
1: It was know, so unfortunate. It was like, yeah. oh, that's how the game's going to end. Yeah.
0: They also had a play, too, where it was, like, I don't know, what was it, third down? Third and eight? They ran a play, and then all of a sudden they called the play back? Like, it never happened, and then re-ran
1: it? Yeah. That, and it got there sacked, was some but it weird, was, like, weird. It was like, no one knew what just happened. There were some weird things at the end of the game. It was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm also sorry this sounds terrible to say.
0: Tony Romo, I used to like him. I used to think he was okay. I don't I don't like him as an announcer anymore. I think he's bad. Why? Because it's like he says all these things, and then it's like, I'm going to predict the next play. But when I'm wrong, I actually am right, and I'm just going to keep talking about all these things. And it's like, dude, just let the play happen. <laughs> like you're, you're trying to go so analytical that it's like hard to follow. So, yeah, right. I don't like it. But it is what it is. Right. I just think it will be interesting. I think it's one of those things. I think the Super Bowl will be a good game. Do you have any early predictions?
1: Oh, I think the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't uh Heavy. I I'm heavy on the too. Eagles. Yeah. Heavy. I think Jalen Hurts is sick. I think they'll win by 10 points. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think it
0: will be. I think it's one of those things where it's like, I think, I hope it's high scoring. I really do. I hope it's closer and I hope it's high scoring. High scoring is in like 34, 7 34, 30.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, what, the unders hit in both of the games this last weekend, and they hit in all four of the games still up previous weekend. Yeah. So, everybody just tries to slow the game down. Right. You know.
0: Well, every possession is just so important, yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. So, we'll makes it happens. tough, but. I like uh, the Eagles, though, except their fans. They I suck. Fuck. Oh, they suck.
1: I I think the Eagles are going to win, but I would much rather have the Chiefs win. There Seeing is. the Eagles fans not happy is terrible. dude. yeah. So there it is. All right, we're transitioning over to college basketball, continuing to prep you guys for the March Madness. Yeah. Uh, we got ACC. Goodness gracious, it's, not, it's over. Uh, we got ACC today. Oh yeah. So let's just uh let's circle back to what the uh, preseason uh preseason order was supposed to be okay to start
0: yeah let's hear it. I mean I think I think the one the most notable team well you could put a few up there but like North Carolina is the most noticeable team well let's let's just go
1: through it okay so preseason picks for the ACC North Carolina was picked one duke two mm-hmm. Virginia three mm-hmm. Miami four mm. We can do we can do top six. So you got North Carolina Duke, Virginia, Miami, Florida State, mm-hmm. and Notre Dame. Huh? Those are the top six. Okay. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> then you go to the current standings. Jeez. And you've got North Carolina who's picked number one. They are Terrible. seventh. They're actually only what is that? Two and a half games out of first place, so not terrible.
0: No, not terrible. And the difference is
1: expectations. Like, they were terrible. Run away with it. Expectations yeah. compared to reality, terrible. Right. But in reality, they're two and a half games back from. Well, first and place. the thing is, what's crazy now is like
0: the rest of the year. If they win three games, they just bumped up a ton of spots. Mm-hmm. Like it's close at the top. Don't get me wrong, but yep. I think the difference was every single person probably saw it and thought, "Dude, North Carolina." It's going to be great.
1: Yeah, yeah. Then you got Duke, who is picked two. They're in sixth right now. They're tied with North Carolina. Ooh. So that's interesting. They play each other. They play each other this Saturday. Rivalry weekend. Uh, Then you have Virginia. They're in second. They're solid. So they've they've kind of done what everybody thought they were going to be. And some would say this year their offense is better.
0: Their offense is definitely better. I think the difference with them is they are always right around that and they're always salt like they play great defense they great, really do and they're defense. just the same kind of thing i mean that kihei clark
1: kid has been there for 17 years yep and it's like they like you said though their offense is starting to come along yeah And so it definitely has helped that's them out. that's that is the thing that you have to look for for virginia how good is their offense their defense is good don't get me wrong mm-hmm. that's pretty much a given every always, year yeah but can their offense score enough points they always get in trouble in the tournament when they're playing inferior teams on paper. Yeah. And their defense is good. They hold teams to 50 points, mm-hmm. but they score 48 and lose. Yeah. Well, that was the one you year know? they lost to that sixteen season. Exactly. But they barely scored. Yep.
0: I, I do think it is different now where, I, like you said, I do think their offense is starting to come along. I mean, I think... This they, year, it's... it's yeah, a, so I it's think long. they they're definitely up there for a contender to win the ACC. I mean, they're obviously in second place. but it's. I'd say
1: win the whole thing. Yeah, they can definitely win it. The thing is with
0: them is it's just like they're just always a solid team. Mm -hmm. And they have obviously a great coach, Tony Bennett. But, like, I mean, yeah. They're not, like, the most flashy. But I think this year they've kind of shown that. Like, they beat Baylor. They scored, like, almost 80 points. I mean, you Mm -hmm. just don't see that. Like you said, I think the over-unders in the last few years with Virginia were, like, 110, 120 (laughs)
1: Whoa. <laughs> they were right. like, if
0: they scored 60 points, it was a lot.
1: But now they can score 80, so it's like, yeah. oh, they'll bump up to 120. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Miami was next. They are currently fifth at 8-4. and four.
0: I think Miami's a solid team. Isaiah Wong's good. He's a good player. They also have their downfalls, though. They have some games. Big like, downfalls.
1: Where it's just like... Doesn't make any sense. Where
0: it's like, dude, what are you guys doing?
1: Yeah. You guys lose. Like, you guys are playing this team who's definitely at the bottom. They've been a fun team, for the most part, to bet, because... Yeah. They're usually a close spread. Uh, yeah. It's like three points. Usually the, the spread is close, but they're overall, I mean, they're 17-5, so like yeah, they keep they winning. Win. But you never really know. Right. Uh, Florida State was fifth. That's so weird. And they are not doing so hot. No, that's random. They're in 11th currently. Yeah. They're kind of the last team trying to hold on to the coattails of the top half of the ACC.
0: Yeah, I just don't know if they have the pop. I mean, they just started off so slow. They've kind of they've started oh to come God. along a little bit, but like
1: they're seven and sixteen overall. Yeah, and they've lost the last three. Damn. They have the th- they have the second worst record in the ACC.
0: Yeah, it's tough, dude. The ACC. That's good, really bad. Yeah, seven and sixteen is not great.
1: Wow. So they're two and nine going into the ACC. Yeah. I wonder if they just had higher hopes. Mm. Ugh, gross. And then you have Notre Dame. Pick to finish sixth. They're currently in 13th out of 15.
0: Yeah, I think they're in a tough spot. I think, obviously, their coach... They're 2-9. Mike Bray's gone. Yeah. So it's like, that's kind of just part of it, where it's like, okay, yeah, not you're great. just playing for the end of the year. Not great.
1: Right. But, the, I mean, you'll... It, I think the ACC is crazy in the sense that, um, now we're kind of opening it up, but the the ACC is crazy in the sense that random games, the Virginia Tech, who's fourth to last, mm-hmm. will beat Duke and their favorites at home, and they'll actually win. Yeah. Or, like, I mean, I think Louisville's just so bad. but they like just won two. You could say Notre Dame, yeah, they did win. Who did they beat? Maybe. I think they might have in Georgia Tech. I think they be Georgia Tech. Yeah. yeah, who's the last place team. But like, That's a lot of L's. Yeah. But uh, it'll be like, well, I would say Notre Dame is in the same category where it's like, oh, the uh, team in the top half or the top third is going to Notre Dame. Okay, Notre Dame is either favorites <laughs> or the spread is not very big, and then Notre Dame ends up winning.
0: Right. Right, I agree with that. I think it is so crazy where it's just like, but like I said, I think that's just because like, Even Clemson goes on the road, the number one team in the conference, goes on the road to, let's say, Syracuse, or goes on the road to Florida
1: State, their last game. A middle-of-the-pack team.
0: Middle-of-the-pack, and they're like three-and-a-half, four-and-a-half point favorites. Mm -hmm. And then they end up only winning by like one or two. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. Clemson's 10-2 and in the conference. Florida State is whatever it is, and 3-7. How is that even that close? But it is close, you know what I'm saying? Like, they... those games are close. Mm-hmm.
1: So Yeah, it's kinda crazy. It's kinda wild to think. It's bad. It's uh it's challenging as I mean, the conference season in a lot of the big conferences, yeah. very challenging.
0: Well they're just so there's just so much transparency, yeah. There's so many close games. And I think it is like a rivalry thing. Like I think they are Yeah.
1: And like I mean, you look at all these home records, you got Virginia Tech and Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. The third to last and fourth to last teams in the ACC, and combined, they're twenty and seven at home.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like they haven't won a game on the road. Yeah, they have not won a game on the road. The last three teams. Look at that. Louisville's the same way. Granted, Louisville is kind of a outlier, but like a lot, there's not a lot of records who are five above five hundred on the road. Yeah. So I think that's crazy, but I also think it's just one of those things. I think it is harder sometimes for college kids maybe to go on the. I don't know. But I think that's what separates. Honestly, these I
1: loved road games. It's like, yeah, let me get out there. I like uh, going to check out the new places.
0: Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Check and out also, the new it's like,
1: oh, okay. It's. I mean, I played D three, so it's not like we're spending nights in hotels and stuff. So that part's different. Yeah. But Gets it's the the like on the way home. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we did that only a handful of times, but we would go, and it's like, oh, we get to play in this new place it's not like the rims are at different heights no it's the same same. game i
0: do think it is crazy though i think sometimes when you watch this and maybe obviously every arena is different and like maybe it's there are differences but there's obviously differences like there's differences with backdrops there's differences with the floors i get that part and i get it is the same game but i think it is to some sense where it's just like you kind of feed off that the crowd's energy granted when we played or like maybe it's different for D three. Obviously, you watch D one. These are packed arenas for the most not part. Not all of them. Well, I'm saying not, for the big games and for most part, yeah. not Citadel. For the most part, but I'm just saying like when they're big games, it's like okay, they have a decent amount of people. So it, I think you play off that, but I do think it is one of those things where it's like this year in college basketball, like we've talked about. There's never, there's not a team where it's just like, dude, they're so good. Yeah. Like Purdue's are they? There, have but
1: like, all these, all, they have three, four guys that are just so good. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, it makes it a little challenging to project uh, into the NCAA tournament. Yeah. In, just because it, uh, everybody's so close. Right. Um, Who's the next team, would you say? Right.
0: Well, I mean, I think we have to talk about, to an extent, you have to talk about Duke and North Carolina, right? They were the next.
1: Um, well, we, talk, we were kind of opening it up. Oh, gotcha. To whatever. Yeah. But yeah, what do you want to say about Duke?
0: Well, I think Duke, I think Duke has shown some things where it's like, I mean, watching their last game, they played, uh, who was it, Wake Forest. And don't get me wrong, Wake Forest is good. Wake Forest is good. They're solid. But Duke, with that whole game was up like 13 or 14 points, and at the end of the game, I think it was a two-point game. They won Not by that two. One. That was last week. Wake Forest.
1: That was Wake Forest? Yeah.
0: Who does Appleby play for? Wake Forest.
1: Yeah, it was a Wake Forest. That's all what right. I'm
0: saying. They were up 13, 14 the whole game. Like, literally the whole game. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the end of the game comes and It's like, turn over. Get fouled. They foul you. Can't shoot a free throw. Turn over. And yeah, it was like, I this was, game is a two-point game? I
1: was loving it. I
0: don't know. It's insane. But I think that's the difference is it's just like, it's one of those things where it's just like, for them, too, like, they're just not as dominant. They just don't have that factor. So, yeah, I think it will play a huge part come... Come the tournament. And then, obviously, North Carolina is just trash. I think North Carolina is so tough to bet on. It's just, like, they just aren't as good as they once were. I mean, like, Caleb Love, he's a good athlete, but he just seems to just, I don't know, falter. Mm-hmm. And, like, obviously, Armando Baycott's been there forever, and he's gets double-double every game, but it's just, like, it's I, think you, I
1: think you had said it before, but it was that they don't – They need to pass the ball more. (laughs) They had five assists Yeah, in a full game. They don't have any assists, and they need to do a much better job of that. That's why they were so good last year. At the end of the year, it was because they were sharing the ball, and everybody was in a really good rhythm. And now it's like everybody's trying to do it themselves. Right. How do you have five assists in a game? A
0: full game that you scored 75 points. How do you have five assists? That's almost impossible.
1: Yeah, it's not great.
0: It's literally almost impossible.
1: It's embarrassing. But,
0: yeah, I don't know. It will be interesting because it's like, are they, they obviously have the talent and they have the ability to just like, once the NCAA tournament comes on, to turn it on. Mm-hmm. Like, they have the talent. But it's also like, do they also go back to their old ways during the season, which is just like they just played bad? You know, I don't know. We'll wait and see.
1: Yeah, so come. right now they have the ACC at seven tournament teams.
0: Where's the cutoff? North Carolina? Yeah. Pitt? What? So random.
1: I believe North Carolina is. There's Pittsburgh right there, plays Penn State. The last four in. Hmm. North Carolina's an eight seed. Pitt's an 11 seed. Yeah, I think. So seven right now. Which uh okay, so looking at those seven, do you think anybody else gets in? So the options would be essentially Wake Forest or Syracuse. That's pretty much it.
0: Yeah, I think I think Or Wake-
1: Virginia Tech, I guess. They're thirteen and nine overall. They just have a terrible conference record.
0: Yeah, I think the thing is I think uh I don't know. My team to pick would obviously the team that probably has the best one would be Wake Forest. I think watching Wake Forest play Duke, I think they showed some grit. I think the only thing that will help them is they have to kind of take a few games.
1: They've lost four in a row.
0: Right. They have to win a few <laughs> more games. But then also if they win the next two or three and then they steal one maybe in the ACC tournament, I could see them.
1: Let's see who they got. There's still a lot of games left. They, they got play Notre Dame. They're kind of at the
0: bottom of the barrel. after Notre
1: Dame twice. Right. Boston College, Syracuse. I mean, they play North Carolina, Miami, and North Carolina State. Right. Other so, than that, should be all winnable games.
0: Right. That's what I'm saying. So if they can win the majority, 75 percent of those, they'll be a decent record. Then they win one or two in the tournament,
1: in the ACC uh, tournament. Yeah, yeah, they could sneak in. Yeah, that's a possibility. So. I think yeah, I could see it possible. I just think the hard the hardest part with the. Teams like a Wake Forest mm-hmm. getting closer to the tournament. That area right towards the bottom of the uh, the teams that make the tournament, it's just shrinking and shrinking. And everybody, there's like thirty teams, and you get like fourteen of them.
0: Yeah, and I think the difference is what is there? Eight games left, somewhere around, around that. Around that, yeah. So eight games left. It is truly is amazing. Like literally. Especially, obviously, it's conference play, but every single game is like literally could move the needle. Mm-hmm. Like you look at Wake Forest. If Wake Forest wins their next two or three, they might jump up above because obviously, whoever plays Duke North Carolina loses, mm-hmm. so they'll have the same record. No, they're one and a half. One and a half ahead of them. So one. what I'm saying though is like they'll they'll play. I mean, they probably play North Carolina again. So it's like if you can steal one of those. I mean, I, I just think it's one of those. They kind of have crazy. to because right.
1: the the hardest part is. They're playing teams that are at the bottom, which mm-hmm. is good. They should win those, but they don't get as much credit For by winning those. Yeah, you know, so it's right. it's a double edged sword. You want to play good teams and beat them, but you also don't want to add losses to your. You resume. can't lose to those bad teams, right? No, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, they they really only have like they don't have a lot of wiggle they room. Can, yeah, they can't lose more than two. Well, they have to win the the two that are big and then they can't lose any of the games that they have to win yeah. or they should win
0: yeah so we'll see what happens I mean it's crazy because it's a conference where you kind of just expect like the ACC it's like damn the ACC is mm-hmm. good who do, you th- who
1: do you think will go the farthest or which I mean if you think two teams go the same distance um I know I just kind of talk smack
0: about them but I think North Carolina has potential and then I think Virginia Mm-hmm. I, I just think the difference is I think North Carolina, like I said, talent-wise, they're obviously super talented, and they can just make that run, and they've kind of been there before. But I also think at the same time, I think my pick, my more likely pick, I would pick Virginia. I just think they're always solid if they can win the first round. How
1: far do you think they'll get uh, if you had to guess right now? Elite eight. Uh-huh. Losing the elite eight. They're, they're on the two line, I believe, right now. Yeah, I
0: would say Elite Eight's probably reasonable. I mean, I, I mean I mean we love it as fans, but no, I think no. you can truthfully say They're a three that seed here. right now. Yeah, I think Elite Eight's still fine. I mean, I truthfully think when you look at it, there's a lot of teams that'll kind of make still some more moves. But I also think at the same time, this March Madness will be so difficult.
1: So difficult to choose. 100%. To pick.
0: And I mean, I'm not just brackets. saying it to say it now, but I, I truly think... Like, there's so many teams where you look at them and you're like, wow, North Carolina, what are they? Seven seed? Eight. Eight seed. Yeah, They could make it. They could go. Could -hmm. they win their first game and then upset a number one? Potentially. They were the number one team in the country at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So, that's a pretty... And they
1: haven't been ranked for at least a month.
0: That's a pretty tough one seed, if I may say.
1: A tough eight seed. A tough eight seed, I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Tough game for the one seed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... It'll be a fun time. It'll be obviously a great matchups, and it'll be a lot for
1: fan viewership. It'll be great. Or you look right here, Clemson is an eight seed as well, and they're literally winning the ACC right now. Right, that's insane. That is pretty good. dang. Another NC State's an eight seed. They got a lot of eight seeds.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I think there will be a lot of movement. Obviously, coming tournament time. Was a five seed. That's mass. That's what I'm saying. I think it's just because of their name, though. Yeah, like It's like, oh, it's Duke. We're going to give them a 5-seed. can't right. give them an 8-seed. God forbid. Yeah. Like, dude, Duke is below average.
1: Um, I think Miami is a team... It's like the same thing every year. Uh-huh. They have so much offensive talent that if they just like get the right matchups and they're playing well that weekend, they could win four games and get to... What would that be? The Elite Eight yeah if they win so fingers. you're i think yeah i think an
0: acc team can make the elite Eight. i definitely think it's oh, definitely yeah. plausible i mean there's a lot of teams i mean if they have seven teams that are in it obviously your odds are a lot better i just think it's one of those things where it's like the top of the bracket or the top of the year when you started looking at it like it's just not the same like duke north carolina mm-hmm. so the and,
1: top of the acc isn't what it has been in the past right But the top six are all super similar.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And they
1: and they could win the first two games, get to the second weekend, and then you never really know. Well, I think
0: the difference is too with a lot of those teams is like they have like a lot of like especially North Carolina and they like Virginia, they have this experience where once they get rolling, they kind of get it and just kind of turn it on and flip that extra gear. Like even Miami is probably the same way. I mean, Isaiah Wong's been there for a while,
1: so it's like yeah, they got a couple guys that have been there.
0: (laughs) Right. And I think that's the hardest part with like a team like Duke. like, like Yes, Duke so has young. some experience, but they are so young.
1: They don't have that much.
0: Right. I mean, they have Roach. Yeah.
1: Probably one of few. And they have a guy from Northwestern that transferred over there. That uh, is a senior, I think. Or fifth year.
0: Hasn't he seen the tournament, though? It's Northwestern. I don't
1: know. <laughs> they don't knock Northwestern. <laughs> Not this year. I'm just saying when he was there. It's true. Yeah, I don't know. But...
0: That's crazy. Hmm. Seven teams is a lot.
1: Yeah, but that's not the that's not the top.
0: For what? Oh, for the bracket. Those Big are, Ten, look at a, us. That's the third. Look at us next week, huh?
1: Yeah. Perfect segue. Big Ten next week. Yeah. And we can talk about the nine teams that are projected <laughs> to make the
0: nine tournament. teams. That's insane. That's almost every team.
1: No, there's more than that.
0: Aren't there twelve teams? Uh, isn't that what the big 10 is? 12 teams? 14. 14? Yeah. Okay, so a little bit more than half. That's still a lot. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that'll be next week. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. Five and six. Seven and four. Yeah, there's one dominant one, and then the rest are kind of in the middle. Mm -hmm.
1: Yep. All right. uh, ACC, is that... Oh, uh, okay, let's end on this. How do you think uh, John Shire's doing as the Duke head coach?
0: I don't know. I think it's tough. I think it is tough where it's like, dude, you obviously have huge shoes to fill. Mm -hmm. But it's also one of those things. He's obviously running a similar system to what Coach K was doing.
1: Oh, there's differences. There's definitely differences,
0: but I would assume for the majority of it. I mean, he was on the staff for the whole time ever since he graduated.
1: Uh, They're doing some... uh, small changes, like, apparently they're switching ball screens more this year than they have in the past.
0: Yeah, and I think here's the thing. I think I'll say this. I think the difference is you look at teams that don't necessarily have a lot of experience and have this young talent, they're definitely not showing out as much as they should be. Like, I think Kentucky's in the same realm, and I don't think – I think Mm – and I think it would be interesting. We're all still waiting for that team to, like, flip the switch and be like, oh, dude, it's Duke. Like, Mm -hmm. What are we doing? Like, come on. But then all of a sudden, it's also like, dude, they just aren't that good this year. Well, they just really aren't.
1: I think the... They have good players. They had, I mean, they had the, the uh, top recruiting class, and they got the number one guy, and they got the number, like, two or three guys. Who's the number one guy? Uh, Lively.
0: I don't know where watching him play that much.
1: It's the big guy. Big guy? Because they yeah. have,
0: like, Williams, who's a freshman... I think he's number 25. They have... Uh,
1: Mark Williams. Philipowski, He's their best player. Filipowski's good. He's their best player right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but
0: like, is he dominant enough to take
1: over a game? I just don't know. He has been... He's been pretty good. He's been solid. Yeah, he's averaging 16 a game. And 9.5 and rebounds. Yeah, that's not bad. He's 7 feet tall. And 1. 1.2 steals. Derek Lively, the second. He was the number one overall recruit in the country. But, I mean, I don't think he's been anything like what they were hoping. Like, look at that. 4.4 4 points, 4.1 rebounds.
0: Yeah, it's like nothing to rate. And more, you're though. the
1: number one recruit in the country.
0: The average is 16
1: minutes. Come on, Doc.
0: Yeah, that's not going to cut it.
1: That's weak. So,
0: yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Duke has it in them, obviously. They're just a tough team, though, to bet against because it's like, dude, it's still Duke.
1: Yeah, they have, uh, what's his name, Proctor. He he can, uh, he can pull it. He was hurt for a lot of the beginning part. Mm-hmm. And so now that he's back, he definitely is. It makes an impact. Yeah, but so. but the one thing to watch uh, Whitehead, Derek Whitehead, he got hurt the last game. I don't know what he did, but it didn't look good
0: yeah I think it's just tough with it's these. Leg. I think it's tough with these young guys like like I said they're talented but it's just everyone's talented dude at some point like you said the number one recruit is averaging four points and four rebounds they
1: called it a strain but let me tell you that dude looked like he hurt it worse. worse than a strain yeah
0: yeah but four points four four points four rebounds for the number one recruit mm-hmm like no way. I think
1: this guy, this I was either two or three, some something like that. Yeah,
0: be interesting to see. So,
1: yeah, I think he's doing. I think John is. I think doing. he's doing a
0: solid job. I, it's hard to, like I said, the expectations are obviously high.
1: You're yeah. You're
0: following one of the greatest coaches of all time.
1: And it's still Duke, so you're gonna get good players. So yeah. the expectations won't ever really change. But yeah. it's uh, comes with the territory. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anything else for you to add, David? Uh, no that's all i got in the acc that's all i got as well so big Ten next week big 10 come and get it peace, peace. one two